What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. How did the narcissist get in and stay in? Let's show them the exit door now. And in order to do that, we need to understand how they got in, how they got in so deep into your head and therefore understanding the route they got in. That's the route we can push them out the exit and no longer torture ourselves with the rumination about them and no longer hear their voices repeated in our heads and overcome the devastation of the abuse that was suffered in the relationship with the narcissist. And oftentimes, the abuse that suffered post the relationship with the narcissist is harder to overcome because it's the residue of the narcissist and what they've done to the individual that's left behind that's very difficult to stop. The rumination is very difficult to cease. The progress is difficult to make. But it's not so difficult once you understand the cause and then the effect. So I'm going to apply the theory of cause and effect to this situation because usually it gets to the root of the cause and will help you so much more in recovering from this awful experience so much quicker and so much better and with so much more clarity. So guys, before we get into this, if you would consider giving a little thumbs up, sharing, subscribing or doing whatever you can do to help the channel grow, I would appreciate that for sure. OK, so as with any kind of, say, illness, we, we, we recognise the symptoms of the illness, but we need a diagnosis to know what the illness is, to understand where it came from, how to prevent it and how to cure it. And this is just the same with the narcissist. If we understand how this particular individual got into our neuropathways, got into our brain, got into our essence, got into our soul and into our spirit, then we can show them the door and show them back out the same way they came in. So let's first look at how they got in so deep and became so enmeshed in our heads in order to tackle the route they came in and push them all the way back out and close the door. That, in my view, sounds very nice and it works. So let's get into it. OK, so I've got four ways that a narcissistic personality disordered individual has much more success at implanting themselves and gaining control over an, ordin an ordinary human being. The first thing, I don't know, this is my own term, um, if you've heard of it or not, I call it security pushing. And by what I mean by that is, you may have, say, not had a relationship in a certain length of time, you maybe have had some bad experiences to relationships prior to this. You may be 
a little intimacy adverse and um, protective of yourself. All these very understandable things, particularly if you've had some other encounters with these lads, because it would leave one a little bit um, hyper paranoid about who the hell is out there. But let me assure you, there are a lot of good people out there and you'll find them here in this community. So back to point, Paula, back to point. A narcissist will push and push and push slowly, methodically, quickly, intensely towards you to open you up to a relationship. And a lot of the time, people that are a little insecure after their experiences prior to this don't shut down the way they would have shut down to a normal, slow approach that they would have advanced to with caution and slowly let a person in. And the reason is this person pushes so hard that a lot of us would kind of think, gosh, they really like me. I mean, they must really, really like me. And if someone is that invested in getting into a relationship with you, the brain thinks, well, they're hardly going to just leave very quickly if they put that amount of effort into getting me. And it's a normal thought process that any human being would go through. They're working so damn hard at this. They're not just going to pack their little overnight case and skedaddle, you know, at a moment's notice. This is this this person means business. This person is here for the duration. This person is a keeper. That's the illusion and the delusion. So that's how a narcissist will initially break through your healthy defences. The second thing that they did was they and we're going to come back to all these things in relation to kicking their posteriors out the door of our head and our soul and our spirit and our heart and every single aspect of us. The second thing is they sold us the dream. This is the old love bombing. They sold us Hollywood. And where Hollywood reflects and films and movies reflect life in general, oftentimes a Hollywood film will be the exception rather than the rule to normal life. It's kind of built on the hope and aspiration of people for the perfect ending to you know, some difficulties or a romantic situation. So the narcissist, though, effectively will sell you Hollywood. And unfortunately, that is what it is. It's a movie they want you to star in and play in. Not not forgetting they will be in the starring role all the time and must be in the starring role at the end also. So that's the second way they get in. Of course, we want to buy the dream. They're selling a dream. It feels damn good. It feels great. You know, it's it's a natural human reaction to want to be loved and to feel that our ideal partner has walked into our lives all of a sudden. Hey, presto. And away we go. That's something to remember when we get to reversing and pushing the narcissist back out the door. The third thing I have is the narcissist gets in so deep in that door in that they identify, they do intel on you and they ask 
particular questions and they get you to open up, particularly with the security pushing that we experienced at the beginning. They make you feel secure enough and safe enough to reveal some of the skeletons in your closet, some of your fears, some of, you know, the unfairness you felt in life, some of maybe some things that happened in your past that, you know, you have issues over still. And every human being has these. So do not think for one minute that the narcissist found a broken person. Everybody has something from their childhood. And narcissists, I tell you, if you could use them in a healthy way to diagnose whatever you wanted to get over in your life, that would be great, except for the all the destruction that comes with them. So the narcissist will pinpoint any of your vulnerabilities and what they do in order to push forward further and enmesh themselves inside you is support you in them. Tell them basically, they tell you basically that they're with you, they're going to support you. They give you, even if they don't say it in words, they give you this impression that the two of you are going to have a great life together and those things won't bother you anymore and those things aren't true those things about you aren't true so it really feels good i mean you really do feel supported and you feel seen and you are seen you are definitely seen and that's a new feeling for a lot of people and that's intoxicating actually that is intoxicating because the narcissist initially will make you feel very relevant and will open up a side to you that you might never have opened up before and you will really feel self-actualized you'll feel confident and you'll feel that your dreams can come true and whereas that is true we tend to associate the possibility of all those things happening with the narcissist being present in our life because that is the way they set it up they look at what people are buying. They're great salesmen and great women. And if people in general are buying this product, that's what they're going to sell to them. And if you have a particular, you know, extra need, like you want that product, but you want it in purple. Oh, no problem. No problem. We have that in purple for you. Every shade of purple you want. Come to me. Come to me. I am the source. I will sell you that product. And you don't even have to pay for it. It's free. So sorry if I get a bit sarcastic, but um, that is, an, in, a, in, a, in essence, the nature of them. They're tradey. They're traders. And there's nothing wrong with traders when you do a fair trade. But these guys ain't doing a fair trade. This is all fake connery. So essentially... They will find your push points and they will get in that way. And that's what we're going to look at in a few minutes as well. The fourth and final way a narcissist gets in the door of your mind is... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. They they look at your negativities. And I suppose it's similar to the last point. They turn them into positivities. But they highlight, even in the love bomb stage, areas you can improve upon and become the source or your mentor, so to speak, become the source of the solution to any gaps you have in your life, any, again, issues you might be dealing with. But they hook you into the belief that if you do as they say, you won't have these issues any longer. And they're very supportive and they're very intense around those issues. And you really feel again seen and heard. And again, you make yourself fully vulnerable to this person that you trust. And that's a big commitment to make to someone. To trust them, to give them your love, to give them your hope, to give them your dreams, to give them your desires and to give them your loyalty. And at that point, you are so invested in this said narcissist that the damage has been done. That's at the point when the narcissist, understanding they have you 100% under control and doing a few little pullaways to make sure that you're totally invested in, in them and under control, that's when they start eating up the narcissistic supply in the devaluation stage and then discarding or making it so impossible for you to stay in the relationship that you have to get out. And then the fallout, then the fallout of the recouping, the recovery, whether it's, again, financial, emotional, spiritual, physical. On all levels, you're left with this person in your head, in your head, in your heart. Your heart is in pain. Your spirit is devastated because you've believed in them and their love and their abilities so much that you've kind of given yourself over, thinking that you were in a shared relationship, but it tippled the other way after the narcissist regained control or got control, sorry. So then you say, well, Paula, that's all fine. I know that. I know that. How do I get them out of my head? I would say to you, we go back to see how the narcissist first got in. We look at those things, we work on those things, and let's see what the outcome is. So starting off with the security pushing. Understanding that that's how this particular disordered person was able to get in. And understanding that that method is, is a signal that there's something wrong with that person. There's something wrong with that person that that's not the normal entry point of any relationship that's respectful. The person doesn't push and push and push. 
doesn't love bomb you intently, doesn't mirror you, doesn't do all those unhealthy things. Those are the signals of a disordered person who is not going to be able to be with you in an intimate way, sustain a relationship with anyone. This isn't just with you or maintain loyalty. I don't know if you've heard this expression and um, it's an old fashioned expression. What blows very hot quickly goes cold. If the fire at the beginning of the relationship is too hot, intensely hot, it'll burn itself out and go cold quite quickly. A steady, gradual, steady, gradual, slightly warm feeling and sustained warmness is sustainable because you can keep feeding that. The volcano will erupt and become dead. So essentially recognizing how you were hooked in, forgiving yourself for not knowing about narcissists and not going there again with a person will close that door. This is after we get the narcissist out. Now we're working kind of from the start to the end. So that door will close when we work on these other things. But that's the entry point. So remember how it started. Number two, selling the movie dream. Now you know what the movie love story is. We're not going to go there again. Now you understand that that was a manipulation and a technique to get into your soul and heart. That's not going to happen again because it's on your terms next time with a relationship. That's a red flag. That's a red flag that there's a narcissist approaching. That door is going to be closed and the narcissist is not getting back in that way. We're not going to ruminate and think about the love story that they sold us because we know, we know it's a fake. We know it was a fake. We know now that they were a narcissist. So they're coming from here. This is the exit door. We're working backwards. We're going to whoosh them out. Let's get to number three. This is a very important one. This is a very, very important one. They found your push points. They found whatever happened to you as a child and things happen to every single human being as a child that they will carry with them through life. There is no body that is 100% perfect that doesn't have a vulnerability from their experience of landing on this earth, being a child, going to school, having initial relationships, maybe having an accident, maybe being in hospital, maybe being abused in a more horrible way. There's always something that has happened to us that we haven't fully processed. The narcissist has honed in on this. And that's what I said at the beginning of the podcast. If you go and you know feel that there's something wrong with you and you go to a therapist, it can take months and months to unravel the core of what you need to work on or what you want to examine and get clarity on and understand. And in understanding, you can free yourself from it. So the narcissist manages to find whatever it was, whether you felt abandoned as a child, whether you didn't feel heard as a child, whether you were criticized too much as a child, 
They'll bring all those things up and they'll have honed in on them in the devaluation phase. The first of all, the love bomb stage, they will have told you everything was okay. That wasn't true. You're a fantastic person. You're all those things. Or they'll reflect that back by their actions towards you. Um, in the devaluation phase, they'll tell you, nah, they were right about you. You have big problems. So you're left with all this crap of what, 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 what was that like? What am I? Who am I? You know, from the outside validation that the narcissist has groomed you to receive from them and with all the push pull, etc., the other manipulations, your mind is left a mess. Now, what you're thinking about in the rumination stage that's negative about you, that's what you work on. The narcissist has honed in on that and you'll be suffering from that. You may be suffering from self-doubt. The narcissist has in no uncertain terms told you you're not good enough. In fact, not only have they told you you're not good enough, but they've told you you're the worst person in the world. Now, if you look at that logically, that's just not true. How would you find even the worst person in the world? Is there a worst person in the world? Well, actually, I think it's the narcissist. So look at that and realize that that's gobbledygook. That's crazy stuff. That's the narcissist trying to regulate themselves. But deal with that. That's going to take self-care, maybe th therapy, maybe focusing on you and your own life and your passions and your dreams and heading towards them. Heading towards them on your own because you are so capable. If you've survived a relationship with a narcissist, you're more than capable. And then again, the fourth point was more or less along those lines. Any negativities or any things that the narcissistic dynamic would have brought up for you in relation to how you act with people. How did you go into maybe, how can I say, a non-confrontational role with the narcissist? How did you go into, say, keeping the peace all the time by pushing down your own needs and ignoring them? Did you do that in childhood? Did you have to do that? Did you have a narcissistic parent? Were you bullied in school? You know, are you fine with people who are healthy and you're healthy too? But if someone comes along and dominates you, you kind of become afraid. Those kind of things are the narcissist is a fantastic diagnostic tool. If you can turn the experience on its head and say, gosh, that's it. You know, that's why I kind of went into a role with the narcissist, because they honed in on that. They pressed those push buttons on my past. And now I have the gift and I'm sorry if this is triggering, guys, because if you're in survival mode, it's very difficult to turn this on its head and make it positive. But if you've been through the pain of this narcissistic abuse, I would say, as in any situation in life, if you, it's how you look at it. And if you're through the survival stage where you're kind of working on automation, on automatic, you're hopefully able to go to work but you're traumatized basically um you're not fully present in your life but you're just about surviving it if you've gone by that stage at this stage there is hope that you can make this pain into something positive for yourself and really 
get clear of the narcissist out of your head by working. It's kind of counterintuitive by working on these areas, these entry points, the narcissist got in. So here's what it looks like. The narcissist or the relationship with the narcissist, we're not going to give them any credit because it was damn hard to go through. But the result of it, we're going to make work for us. So the result of it is any negativity or bad memory you had from the past that the narcissist pushed on and highlighted for you. You bring that where you want to bring it, bring it to therapy, bring it to self-care, bring it on reinventing yourself in a healthy dynamic, working on your health, working on exercise, working on that dream that you really had, that you really wanted to fulfill yourself with. And that's another entry point Another one of your push points the narcissist got in, if you had wanted to do something or had been hesitant to follow a dream at one stage and the narcissist came along and gave you the feel good factor, which took the edge off your hunger to fulfill that dream. Now is the time to fulfill that dream, to fulfill yourself, to get out of that rut that you may have been in when the narcissist came along, identified the fact that there was something lacking that, that you needed something extra, that you could be bought. There could be a buy-in by giving you this excitement that maybe you were missing in your life. You and I both. So following your dream is closing down the gap. There's no more lack in you. You're self-fulfilling, which you can do and a narcissist can't. They're parasitic in nature and need others to feed off. You don't. So we further push the narcissist towards the exit point. The dream we now know was a fake movie. We can go to the movies anytime we want. We don't need to have, you know, be part of the narcissist movie. So this is important to remember. Once we know what it was, once we know, we get rid. And the very last door that we're pushing the narcissist out is we're not going to be bowled over by anyone you know going crazy about us and saying all these wonderful things and pushing and being persistent that's going to stop that's going to stop we're pushing you out the door this door this door is a metal door this metal is a new metal that no narcissist can get through you're out you're out you're out. There is a side door and that's called healthy people. And we're better able to recognize and better able to qualify an entry point. And when healthy people get in, there's a long passage that they will go to and be happy to go to, to getting to know us. And again, do not say, oh gosh, if only I hadn't been so quick to let that person in or, gosh, my narcissist, you know, it took months before we actually got together. Yep, some of them will do it subtly and slowly. They'll time themselves to you and your comfortableness, but they will keep the push up all the time. So don't beat yourself up if you got a cleverer than average or more mature narcissist who was aware of your entry points and how much to push. There are, these are an amalgamation of the signs 
as to how a narcissist gets in. Going forward, we're going to remember slowness is a bonus. Slowness is the best. Steady, slow, you're already fulfilled. A relationship would be a bonus. It's not a need. It's not a necessity. Observation. So much can be learned by observing. Someone selling you a dream? Well, you have your own dreams. You don't need to buy into the movie set. An intel gathering. It's not being paranoid. It's not being hypersensitive. To find out information about a person and not just from them. If you have the luxury, I know a lot of us meet strangers and it's not always possible initially to get the intel. What kind of relationships did you have in the past? Um, how do you how do they view their ex-partners? Do they have 10 ex-partners like that they were four marriages to? You know, I'm not saying that anyone that's married four times is a narcissist. I'm just saying coupled with a lot of other indicators, it's a possibility. So that intel and intel from other people without letting one person kind of program our mind and, you know, we accept everything we're told. And I know you didn't. And I know I didn't. And that's what saved you. And that's what saved me. The narcissist would say something, it would go in and it would stay there. But the narcissist would then do something that didn't compute with what they actually said. And that would go in and that would stay there. And over time, you realize that one and one is not making two. One and one is making 20,000. One and one is making 30. And you're going, I need to observe. That's at the stage when you need to observe. You need to look at the whole picture and not just go along hand in hand, willy nilly, in the narcissist's direction or in, in somebody else's direction. Keep those feet firmly on the ground. Do this, this work now that will close the door or at least, at least prevent you from getting embroiled quickly with another narcissist. And if you do that work, your mind will be so full of self-progress, self-love, that you wake up one day and you won't think about the narcissist. Isn't that incredible to think when you're at the early stages? You will wake up and you will not think about them. You'll be excited about your life and there'll be new people in your life because you'll have gone down. You'll follow your dreams. You'll go in a good direction for yourself. And the experience, because of you and your attitude towards it, and your logical approach and your healing. The experience will have you in a more awakened state than you can actually imagine. You'll be more aware of people around you and you will appreciate good people like gold dust. Guys, take great care of yourselves and I will see you again soon. The little man is in the background um, looking for his walk. You can hear a few wines there so I better bring them out again if you can like share subscribe I really appreciate it love you all and I'll see you again soon bye for now what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.